Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You have just tuned in to Purpose Kingdom Network, and this is the turning point. Amen? Yes, amen. Amen. This is the 1,261st episode 61st. of the Purpose Kingdom Network. I like to say that's 61st. 61st? Yeah. Well, tomorrow be the 62nd. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we so pleased to be here today. Especially with the subject title that we have, Staying the Course. You know, you, you'll you notice probably, especially this year, a lot of the shows are having close to the same subtitles and titles because God is reiterating over and over and over again what he wants his people to know. Yeah. Amen. And right now in this pandemic that we're going through, God wants to let you to know to stay the course. Amen. Because right now it is so hard to do so when everything is like in shambles. You know, and we've been uh, telling people, we haven't been telling them on the air because we only come on every two weeks. <laughs> so we've been telling them, even our daughters and people out, be safe. This thing is real. Be safe. Make like you know it's it's like an air raid. I don't know if you guys you know some of you might be too too young to know what an air raid siren is, but it's this siren that goes off real loud to let people know there's danger right now. Mm-hmm. And see with this thing going on that we have now, we have to act like the air raid siren is going off every day, right? Because it, it, it's you know you go and you see so many people right now that are out wearing not wearing masks. Like this thing is a joke. You know, you you don't hear about stuff, but a lot of people still getting sick, and I'm not going to say dying from it because it's it's some that are you know dying from this you know COVID-19, but it's it's a lot of people that are still getting sick, and and the hospitals have cut down on giving information. That's why you know we were getting so much of the wrong information, and God just want to let you know, stay the course, because when they tell you about how to stay safe, don't don't divert from that, because we we have a lot of the elderly people out here that you could bring this stuff back to and make them very sick. Amen? They not. You know what it's like? Even with our daughters, you'll see her on um, Instagram and everything, and I'll be telling her, you better be around these people with masks because you coming home, you come visit your parents every so often. I, I, I'm not claiming anything, but God said don't be foolish either. We got to be aware of what's going on in society at all times. Time. But that don't mean I don't pray. That don't mean I don't stay covered. Mm-hmm. It means I'm doing what God asked me to do in the Word. You know, because we're still living in the world, but we're not of the world, but we live it in this world. Yeah, and this obedience time. is better than what? And sacrifice. And yeah. you, have to, you have to acknowledge things that is around you. And, you know, you, you keep living, but you say to God be the glory for all he has done. And I thank him for it, and I thank you, Father, for keeping us. Don't, we don't say the hedge of protection. We say thank you for putting a wall up of protection. You can stick your hand through a hedge. You head. know? can't stick your hand through a wall. And we just got to stay on course because this is here 
for us to be stronger within Christ. Amen, amen. And we, it, it's, it's just little things like my wife was saying about the hedge and the walls, little things that we've converted in, in our conversation. Like we don't love people to death anymore. We love them to life. And that's thing, like Brother Rob used to always correct me all the time. I said, I love you. He said, no, you love me to life. That's I right. said, that's right. I like that. And it's the way we say our words because words have power. Yes. So we have to speak life into every situation in our life. And I always tell, I tell my grandsons and my children, everybody this, ask God for grace, mercy, favor. But most of all, say, God, just order my steps. Amen. In anything I do, I ask him. Any and everything I do. You know, I ask him for permission because it's very important that we have his grace to keep us covered through our day. You know, so I want you all to remember that as you all get up and before you all feet hit the floor, say, Father God, I just ask you for permission to do, go anywhere. Just give me grace and favor and your mercy. Because with those things I can do, I can do anything you had designed me here to do. You know, and we just got to remember to prepare ourselves for this life so we prepare for our next life. And and I, my wife, know I have a, I have a new phase. I always got, I always got different phrase that I say. And I tell her now, the thing I ask, thing I ask God for, I ask God to help me to help me. Uh huh. Cause see, this, this this thing is getting real now to where, you know, we have to be on point. Amen. We definitely have to be on point. Cause right now, if you have any children, and it, it, it doesn't age age is not a number. I'll put it that way. They got the terrible twos, plus they got the terrible twenty twos. Amen. Okay, terrible thirty threes. They got everything. So we we sit up and we ask God to help us to help us. Amen. Because without Him, we're nothing. We're nothing at all. But and with Him, <laughs> yeah, all things all things are possible. Amen. All things are possible. And like I was saying earlier, if you have any kids right now, they're probably up your neck in your skin. They they probably just making you just. Wonder why did you have them? <laughs> you know, and and, and I'm, I'm talking especially about the ones that have age on them. The little ones are expected to be disobedient. Amen. They are expected to say what they want to say because, you know, you look at them, you say, oh, they're so cute. They, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't mean to say that or say this, but the ones that have the age on them, amen, those are the ones there to a know-it-all point. You can't tell them anything. They don't want to hear anything. Uh-huh. But they listen to everything. Amen. Amen. So, you know, don't feel that you're uh, a loner because people, you know, they have the kids going in all different directions. And just like our kids, we talk to all our kids are individuals. You know, none, none of them are exactly the same. Nobody. No. Nobody. So we can't treat them all the same because then we look stupid. <laughs> okay. But, you know, it took for... A couple of days ago, uh, uh, Chrissy, 28, yes. and she, she was like, Mom, Dad, no disrespect, but everybody's doing their own thing. Y'all got to become selfish. And I'm looking at her, and it's I, like. I kind of knew that already, Chrissy. I knew we were going to become selfish. It brought tears to my eyes that she would say that because we were there for all our daughters. And they, their husbands and our great grands and grandchildren. And for, it's like it's time for us to get selfish. 
And that is so true. Mm-hmm. Hard to believe it, but they live in their life. Now it's time for y'all to live y'all. And everybody has individual lives. You know, me and my wife had to face it. I faced it a little bit earlier because I guess you always say men are different. I faced it a little bit earlier than she did because I'm looking like, you know, nobody comes over like they used to anymore. You know, and and, and if you if, if you feeling what we're saying, you can call in at, Three one nine five two seven six zero nine one, and just I mean, make a comment or something, you know, because I know that we're not the only ones going through this. That's why God, that's why God gave us, you know, this, this topic. And the other number is three two three eight seven zero four one seven four, you know, and, and just just call in and let us know what you're going through because it's it comes a time, and it, it really didn't have nothing to do with age because some. Some 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 you know parents started younger. Some parents started later, you know. But the thing is, it comes a time when you have to really look at the whole situation. Okay, you just can't look at one side of it because before you know it, you'll be in your golden years and you'll still be around taking care of fifty year olds. Mm-hmm. Not saying that your kids. Don't get me wrong. Your kids are gonna always need you, but they're gonna need you to a point, and that's to a point that you're gonna be able to help them. Sometimes. You hurt them when you help them too much. Yep. Amen. And sometimes yeah. you have to really just back up and say, you know what? Yeah, you know, you, you gotta be like the eagle. You know, when the eagle got his little babies at the wild, they kick them out the nest, and they no, either fly, or they gonna fall. That's birds in general. And as I'm, I'm, don't take it personally. As black women, it's hard to let go our kids because we don't want them to make the mistakes that we made. You know, and we try to hold on with all yeah, we got. You, go crazy, get emotional, get yeah. you know, and it's hard. Yeah, here you go. But but you you I mean you know we we we're sitting here we making a little light of it, but it's serious because I mean if you have kids and and Chrissy is one of our examples. Chrissy will do any and everything. Chrissy will have ten dollars or twenty dollars and give you ten of it. Okay, that's just how big her heart is, and all our kids to a point will do certain things that they're used to and comfortable doing. But you hear so many stories about parents having kids that live with them till they're 40, 50-something years old, and, and, and you, you never even know they're there because so much that they do. And that's the, that's crazy. If, if you don't have, it's not always a thing of having money to give. You can give your time. You know, you can be around the house. You can You can help them clean. You can help them cook. You can help them do this. Everything is a help. But like I said right now, you know, if you're really feeling this thing that we're talking about, kids are running them up. Okay? So, see, they're not helping with the pandemic, but you know what? You have to get tunnel vision and focus on your household because there's a lot going on around you. And then they come to you for advice but really don't want your advice. Well, it's, so, it's almost like we talked about women. Mm-hmm. Remember, when they come to advice for their husband, sometimes you got to just shut up and listen because they have their own answers, but they want to run it by you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all the time about, could you give me some advice, Mom, some advice, Dad, because I, I really want to know. It's like, you know what, I really decided what I wanted to do, but I just really want to run it past you, so if you can find any stupid points in it, you can you can let me know, because, you know, I know you got a little more age on you than I do, so, you know, just listen to it without adding to it. Don't judge me. Yes, yes, and, 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 and you know, in short terms, don't judge me. Let me, let me get it off my chest. You know, because I'm going to try this, and if you think it's a better way to do it, I'm still going to do it. Like, even on your jobs, you guys have your jobs. They, you know, they can give you a certain way of, I want something done, and it don't have to be done a conventional way. You might find a better way to do it. It takes less time and less people. 
So see, that's what I'm talking about. You know, they'll come at you and they'll do something that you did, but they do it different. Amen. You know, that that's comfortable for them. So we we just start, gotta sit back some time and just be sponges and absorb. You know, because we started out like that. I I, I know I, I wasn't too disobedient <laughs> with my parents, but I left home at 15. You know, and it, for those of you that know me, I left home at 15. I never I never returned back to my dad's house. Never moved back in. Never. So you know, I, I'm a different person. But I was always there when he needed me, though. So we have to get to a point to where sometimes you can be even as adult, uh, seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. But if you look over your shoulder and you need me, I'm there. Amen. But you gotta stay focused. Amen. And the scripture tells you, and I went to what the Second Timothy, honey. Yes, that's the one you want me to read. Yeah. <laughs> it says in Second uh, Timothy three, starting at two. It says, "For men shall be lovers of their own selves." Amen. Convertus, bolstering, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, uh-huh. unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, trace breakers, false accusers, incompetent, fierce, despisers of their of those that are good. Now that you know, I'm gonna I'm stop that right there because that that's at a mouthful. If somebody that's a parent that has, no matter, I don't care, like I said, you got teenagers up. Because teenagers down are going to do what they do. If you got teenagers up, you should be going through some of this right now. You know, because you, you have everybody, even some of our kids, they're getting self-centered. Uh-huh. And, and you know, some of that is, is, is shown and meant to be because they're getting older and they're getting to be individuals. By being individuals, that means that, like I just said, whatever we taught you, you're doing it a different way. Because uh-huh. you got to do what, you know, society to your family. Uh-huh. But it tells you right here, men shall become lovers of themselves. So, you know, they're getting selfish before their time. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, so what we got to do, a lot of times we have to look back. You ever have a time when somebody say, oh, that's not really dumb. You know, that's just the spirit in them. Sometimes we have to pray and pray and pray because we don't want them to go off course too far. You know, we, we especially if, if if you're a, a praying family and you know you you close and that's one thing that should never send out in families is prayer. You can go on your own and you know move to a different state, to a different country, but never drop your prayer life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Never drop your prayer life because. They say, ever since I was a little baby, you know, old enough to understand what they were saying, prayer changes things. It really does. But when we get to the points where they're being, you know, lovers of themselves, and that's pe- even people, not just your kids. We're talking about your, your cousins, your uncles, your aunts. People are just not the same anymore. They're not keeping up with each other. They're not calling, checking on each other. And like they said, they're becoming lovers of themselves, bolsters. People becoming proud in the jobs that they have, proud in the money that they're making, you know, just proud. And you know, God frowns on a proud face, not unless you're proud and you're boasting in the word. Okay, if you're not boasting in the word, you you boasting in the wrong thing. And then it says about 
disobedience to parents. Okay, this, this is in the Word. Don't get mad at us. Mm-hmm. The Word is saying about the disobedience to parents. And see, it's a lot of that going on now because a lot of your kids will tell you, you don't understand, you don't know. Well, I ain't been around here this long not knowing nothing. You know what I mean? So I know a little bit of something, but the disobedience to parents, then it says unthankful and unholy. See, we can put a foundation down, amen, but it's up to you to, if you need to go back to that foundation, you need to go back to what you were taught. Amen. Don't twist it, don't turn it, don't add no words to it, don't take away from no words. Because, see, the word will bring you out of a hole that you've been in for the past ten years. Amen. It'll open your eyes up. So you, you, you really need to keep that, you know, that that, that, that Christian or that, 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 that faith that you were given young. That's why we tell you, you know, the Bible says raise them up in the way they should go and they won't depart. And if you do that, they, I'm not saying that they, you know, they're not going to stray away a little bit. Just just like the sheep, you know, God's sheep, we should we stray away. But if he hears our voice and he knows our voice, he'll bring us back to the flock. Mm-hmm. Amen. He'll always bring you back to the flock because that's why they say pray without ceasing. Pray so so God will know your voice when he hear it. He don't want to say, well, who's that down there yapping and yelling like a little cat? And uh, Oh, that's that, that, that's that, that's uh. Brother Lee, that's, 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 that's uh, Sister Lee. Oh, what's going on? So we, we got to always keep in spiritual contact with our Heavenly Father, too. Amen? And then then it goes, and this thing this thing gets deep right here. It says, with, without natural affection. Natural affection means something that should just be ordinary. <laughs> we don't have... The affection for our, for, for our, uh, you know, our brothers and sisters out here, and, and I'm not talking brothers and sisters of skin. I'm talking about brothers and sisters of Christ. Amen. Christ, brothers and sisters of Christ, has no color. Amen. It has a word. We are we are linked by one Father. So see, we we're not excuse the word. We're not bastard children. Okay, we linked by one Father, and that Father looks out for everybody. He don't look at you and say, I'm going to do more for this person because they're Chinese. I'm going to do more for that person because they're black. I'm going to do more for this person because they're Mexican or they're Puerto Rican. We are all the same in his eyesight. But to hear it say without natural affection, that's 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 deep. That's deep. We, we don't care. I mean, and we, we, got it, we got it going on now, all the killings out here. You know, people being kidnapped. They're, they're, you know, come on, come on, y'all. They, they, they're killing kids now. Six, seven years old. They shooting. They shooting women that are pregnant. You know when did that start? You know, but one one thing one thing we do know. My husband, you know, my, my wife will say it all the time. <laughs> my wife will say it all the time is anything that happens that the devil does, he has to get permission from God. So he said, me and my daughter Chrissy was talking to us not recently about. He said he he wasn't going to. Um, Destroy the world with water or fire. So you know we we have to open our eyes and, and really we have to kill this no natural affection stuff. Then it says truce breakers and you know truce breakers are people you know we we talking about our people up higher and 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 uh, political chain and rank you know you know be what's what the word what's the phrase I say honey uh say what you mean and mean what you say. We we got so many things going on that you know countries are at each other's throats right now. 
you know, because of words. Words go a long way. Like my wife said, you watch, you got to watch it because life and death lies in the tongue. You know, so if, if we say something, we got to we got to do it. And it's it's a shame when how can I say it? Our, our president says what he wants to say and forget about the consequences. But that's what you do as people. You say what you're saying. You forget how it hurt other people. We have to take accountability of what we say and how we say it. Yeah, with our natural affection. But yeah. you have to say it with love. You have to. Because if someone says something to you, like, you'll be ready to hit the floor. Like, come on, like, hit or, the street. Take to your the parents, street. the way you're talking to these adults, if somebody talk to your parents like that, you'd be highly upset. You're so, you not talking to my mother like that. you got to put yourself in check. Because this is a time, it, now, it, like being quarantined, you had couples arguing at each other, the household going in one different direction because everybody's different. But even as, as we're in quarantine for those days, you should have got to know each other. That's yep. when you have date nights in your room while the kids at going to sleep. Come on, honey, we had a disagreement earlier. We got to reconcile this. We can make this work. We've been here all this time working together, but y'all wasn't around each other 24 hours. Yeah. So it's a difference. But this is the time we need to get to know each other for another 20 or 15 years, however long y'all were together. While he worked, you work, y'all doing your own thing, but you still is one. Y'all got to stay focused. What God has put together, let no man, no virus, no nothing no come pandemic. between it. Yeah. If God has put you together, we got to stay focused, you guys. we got to keep our eye on the prize. Our Heavenly Father is coming again. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming, and he's soon to appear. And we have to stay on course. On course. We can't become lovers of ourselves. We can't become selfish of the world. We can't do these things. Yeah, we're in it, but we're not of it. Okay, I like y'all to call in and give us some comments because nobody's life is perfect. The Lee's life is not perfect. We're far from it. Not and my daughter had this. She said, "Mom, I, it's like what y'all you saying, Chrissy? You, our life is not perfect, but I forgot how she said we got issues." And Pete, and she told me she said. People have to make their mistakes to learn. Yeah, that's how you grow. That's that's how you grow by learn. You know, learning from your mistakes. But see, a lot of us out there, you know, and, and we're you know we're not exempt. It's bad when you do the mistake over and over and over again because you're scared to learn. You're scared to venture out. But you know, every every lesson learned is one put up in the book. So when somebody do come to you, you have knowledge to give to them about that mistake that you made. Don't do this. Don't don't spend money on that because that's not good. You know. But when you do it, you tell the story. Look, I've been there. I see where you are, and I was there. But I can't correct you. But I can tell you my experience. And you, and you have to be open. And yeah, my daughter said, "Mom, you gotta be open. Like, come on." And she was telling me this one, was it Friday, look, Chrissy? Yeah. Friday. You had to be open to the advice because some, some people, you know, when you get set in your ways, especially, and, you know, we're, we're talking from experience, okay, especially when you start 
raking in a lot like the like the kids say, you start raking in all this cheese, making all this money. Money changes people. You start venturing away from your foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that that could be very hectic. That can be very hazardous where you start venturing away from what you know that you know. Mm-hmm. But see the word's not gonna change. The way you do things is going to change. But see, I, I, I'm 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 retired military, so I I learned a long time ago that when you do the same thing over and over again, and you're getting same good results, I keep doing it. But see, if you're doing something and you're not getting no good results from it, I always have a saying: say if you keep giving the same thing that you get, and you don't keep giving the same thing that you gave. Amen. So see, yeah. you 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 have to know that. This is not working. That's why some people beat their head against the wall for years and wonder why things are not changing because you're not changing the way you do things. If you change the way you do things, you're going to get a different result. That's just like if I wake up every morning and I know i got to have me a milkshake and I wonder why I'm, uh, you know, my, my blood sugar or my blood pressure is gone and I'm eating all these greasy foods, you know, but I'm feeling good because I'm making the money where I can do that. Okay, but now I'm wondering why. Doctor said, what are you doing? I tell him what I'm doing. He said, no, you got to change your eating habits because it's not working. It's killing your body. And that's what we're doing. We're killing our body and our spirits by doing the same thing over and over again. And don't don't think your kids are not watching you. I don't care how old they are. Don't think they're not watching you. But then you got the nerve to come and be so holy fire to them and tell them what not to do. But you know what? That's why I love my girls. I used to tell them, I, I, I'm not one for, one of my daughters, Charlene, be like, Mom, you were always, we, I'm, a, I'm older than most of her friends' parents. And I was okay with that. You know, I was their grandmom age, but I'm her mom. So I never did the things their parents did. I never went out smoking, drinking, clubbing, or dressing like my daughters. Never did it. So I'm not going to do it now in my, you know, my late 50s. So that's not going to happen with me. She went, Mom, you are so boring. I'm not boring. This is just me. I was like this all my life. My brother, Billy, my older brother used to call me a, a, a wallflower because I always like been in the house. This is nothing new to me. And my daughter now tell me, Mom, you just in the house all the time. I like li- looking at my old movies. I like looking at Elvis Presley and Doris Day and Audrey Hepburn and Tracy, you know, Tracy Kelly. I like like my black and white movies. This is just me. And I'm not, I don't want y'all to be like me, no. But I want y'all, like, when I get my word and I get to praying in my room, that's what I do. I know when something that I can't, can't fix this myself, I got to go to God. And my kids know if you can't fix it, go to God. I would never tell them to leave their lifestyles. I would tell them to go to God. He's the, he can fix it. Trust me. Amen. He can, he's the fixer of all things. And he will quick to forgive you faster than most. But I can't admit when I'm wrong. And I told you all this before. I used to, oh, I would lie to my husband to cover my children's mess. That was so long ago. We forgot about that, didn't we, Chrissy? Nobody hurt Chrissy till today. Well, because they used to come and tell me, 
what is, remember I told Chrissy I said it's gonna backfire and Chrissy and them used to come in Janine. They they were the they were the oldest Zakai was never around to get involved in that, but they used to come and say, Oh, Mom, now I can't daddy here, I can't do it. You let us do it the other day and that just blew it out the water. Blew it way out the water. Because coming. certain places in your life you think your kids are perfect. And no child is perfect. No child is above approach. So what you think you're doing, you're hurting them in the long run. But you got to stay on focus with God, not man, not your husband, not your girlfriend, not your kids. You got to stay focused with God. He has to be the center mm-hmm. of your joy. He has to be the center of all your turmoil. Yep. Because trust and believe whatever turmoil is in your life, he allowed it to happen to make you strong. Yeah, it's for a purpose. It's not to beat you down. Mm-mm. It's to make you strong. He needs you to be a warrior because something about to come up the pipe that you got to get through. Yep, and you got to be ready for it. And you got to be ready. Got to be ready. So my Christian sisters and brothers, something coming up the pipe, that we have to be ready for. Yep, and right now you're in training. He's training us. You know, whenever you go through so much, God is training you for something that if he stopped training you right now, you wouldn't be ready for it. You know, so so we we have to look at it. And uh, another thing on this one right here, it says about false accusers. How many of you had the finger pointed you out there and you ain't did nothing? How many of you are saying, you know, why are they, why did they say I did this? False accusers, though, you know, they they out there. They out there. They, the devil's little imps, and he wants to make sure that you're so confused and wrapped up with the, you know, with the things of this world that you can't think about anything heavenly. Sometimes, and I know, you know, like I said, when we talk, we talk from experience. I know a lot of times when we used to go through so much, you forgot to pray. How many of you out there forgot to pray knowing that, when you have a headache, you know, you take an aspirin, okay? When you have problems, you go to prayer. You go to your knees. And a lot of us, sometimes you have so much going on in your life that you forget to pray. You forget that God said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm listening 24-7. But then when you come out of that and start praying and you see the sky start opening up and all the rain stop, that's when you go in and you have your joy. But we need to know. Because some of you are going through it right now to where so much is going on in your life, you forgot about your God. You worrying about this bill that needs to be paid. You worrying about that food that, you know, you usually buy two, three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Now you can only buy one fifty. Thank God you can buy that one fifty. Okay, you may not be able to get that two, three hundred dollar bill coming in with the groceries, but God is the same God 10, 20 years ago that got you through problems then. He's going to get you through the same problems now. Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't changed. God hasn't changed. You changed. He ain't changed. He ain't changed in your life. So the God back then is the same God now. Amen. So don't change the way you used to go to him back then, getting on your knees praying, saying, God, you know. Yes, God, no, we know. But yeah, like I say, God help me to help me. I don't say now, God, can you... Can you move this or God? God, give me the strength. Okay, I want to do this, but I want your backing. Give me the strength to make it through this, God. Okay, because I know with my strength and your grace and mercy, we can do this. Amen. 
But see, we get to a point now where we get so comfortable. Oh, God, you know that I need this, and God, can you give this to me? No, no, no. I tell you all before, God hits a moving target. Uh-huh. Don't sit down and wait on him because he ain't going to sit down and wait on you. God is always ever knowing, ever seeing. He's all over. You know, you're not the only person that he's looking at. He's helping today or he's looking to help today. Amen. So so we have to put our best foot forward and keep the thing moving because I tell people at my job, slow motion is better than no motion. Amen. You know, I see guys at my job retiring, and, and, and I was telling my wife, it's funny because they're younger than me. They can barely move. I got one guy at my job. Every day I go there, we get dressed before we go go to our posters, and that's, that's what they call it, you know, in the prison, our posters. Before we go to our posters, it takes him about five, six minutes to put a shoe on. And I'm looking, and this guy's like five years younger than me. And he said, well, you know, Lee, it's not fun getting old. I said, you are old as you feel in your mind. I said, but, you know, with grace and mercy, I can get through anything. You know, they say, well, you, you bounce around and do this? No, because I'm not thinking old. But like I told my wife, you remember the sign we seen? I told you, I said, that sign ain't for me. You seen the sign Chrissy said, adult daycare. Started at starting at 60. I told your mother, I said, who they doing? <laughs> I said, honey, I'm 62. Who they, who they talking about? <laughs> you want to go over there and play games with me and sit down so we can play cards together and say, well, sir, do you want something to eat today? Uh, how are you doing? How you feel? Do you have to go to the bathroom? I said, oh, who are they talking about? Sixty. <laughs> my wife looked. My wife said, "You are over sixty, honey." I said, "Yeah, I, I, I forgot. <laughs> I know, but then you go in supermarkets and they say discounts. That's me. Hold on. <laughs> Give me the ten percent on the groceries. But no. it's, it's just you know, it, it's the way you plant and, and and make yourself firm in life with Christ. See, see, God will make you feel young at seventy, eighty, and ninety. Amen, because, you know, he takes care of his children. But, you know, the, the, back to the false accusers, oh, I, I see so many people leaving and getting fired because the devil will have his imps gang you. People at your job, people even in your family don't like you. But you know what, as long as you're sitting back in the bosom of Christ, they can't accuse you of nothing, they can't do nothing to you because you didn't let your guard down. Once you let your guard down, that's when they can get in the back door, they can get in the side door, they can get in windows. But as long as you keep that wall of protection, even around yourself, you have to keep that wall of protection around yourself because, see, you get so busy sometimes that you turn you turn off the alarm system. And that's, that, that's Christ. You turn off the alarm. And once you turn the alarm system off, you are open to anything. Yep. I don't care what it is. You open you open to your best friend telling you that was stupid. How many times you people tell you you got your best friend, girl, why you do it? Dude, why? that was stupid. I tell people it ain't what you say, it's how you say it. You could you could say instead of saying that was stupid, you could say that that was that was too fast. You you, you shouldn't have went that way without thinking about it. But see, the devil have them come at you and say, and these are friends close. I mean, close ones. They can't get nobody far away and hurt your feelings. Got to be somebody close. Say that was stupid. I don't know why you did that. You got people in your family that do that. Your brothers and sisters. Okay, so you know we we, we got to be self-centered in Christ. See, if I'm gonna be self-centered in anything, let me be self-centered in Christ to where when I say anything and it comes out, it's gonna come out 
in a spiritual manner. It's not going to come out in earthly like, uh, you can't tell me nothing. I know I don't know. It's going to come out in a spiritual manner where, you know, God loves everybody. So, you know, what he did for me, he'll do for you. Amen. We just, <laughs> we got to get to that point to where, and I was at I was at work thinking about this, and I would tell my wife, I ain't tell all of it. It happened like two or three days to where God set me down, and quiet time at my job is quiet because everybody's locked down. So God said, slow down. Stop rushing. You, you're starting to get these anxiety attacks. You know, this has to be done at a certain time. He said, you're heading toward retirement. So you need to start looking at things different. You need to start approaching things in a slower manner. Uh-huh. And while he's talking, I'm listening because anybody in there but me. <laughs> so, you know, and, and it ain't the thing of saying, like, you know, you're in a whole room full of people. Who are you talking to? He's talking to you. So it's time to know that approach things with a more open but closed mind. Closed with the spirituality but, but open to any knowledge that he has to give you. To let you know because, like me and my wife say, what you're going through right now is something that's going to prepare you for later. Yeah. You know, and you might not have to go through it. Don't get me wrong. You might have to go, but your kids might go through it. So God is saying, I'm preparing you for more than just one situation. I'm preparing you in general. For a lifetime. For a lifetime. You have to really be able to sit down and really understand what's going on because if you look around you, Everybody else is calm, and, and this happens a lot. You you may get mad with a friend or something, and you mad for years, and that friend forgot all about it. That's why sometimes you got to take a look at the whole picture. You know, like my wife always say, forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. So, see, even with our kids, we we have to understand that they're growing too, and we can't sit up there and expect them to be perfect. Yeah. We, can't, we can't expect them to know everything. We can't expect them to say everything right. We have to look at sometimes stuff that they say, and we have to analyze it and say, wait a minute. this It's a little of what I said to them, but it's some other stuff. But, yeah, uh, I remind you again, you listen to the Purpose Kingdom Network. This is the turning point. And uh, if you have a question, a comment, the numbers are 319 527 Six zero nine one or three two three eight seven zero four one seven four, and just let let somebody know that the turning point is on now. You know, tune in and listen, and you know, make a comment or it might be something said tonight that might change your life. You know what I mean? Because me and my wife, I thank God that we've been open for so long to advice and to people making making changes and and, and telling us, you know. Uh, correction, co- correction is good, especially when it comes from somebody that, and they ain't got to be older, that can be a little wiser in the spirit. You know, so correction is good, but we have to learn that with an open mind, we can go far and we can receive more. Amen? But to get back to what we're talking about, again, with stay on course, God is God is trying to let us know that all these things that we were just talking about, they even got heady and high-minded. That's what happened when people start getting a little successful. Uh-huh. They get high-minded, and and this oh this, this right here should hit home with somebody. You get high-minded, and you get lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Uh-huh. Oh my God! Now you got somebody that that's loving the pleasures of the world, 
which are cars, money, sex, whatever, loving that more than God. Do you know who provided all that for you? He he provided it for you in a whole different manner. He didn't provide it for you the way that you're accepting it now and the way you you know you're putting out. But they say high minded. Uh-huh. I mean, how many people you know that 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 you know you went to church together with them? Y'all came up, y'all 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 joined the church together and everything. And now all of a sudden, they got a couple positions. They're making a little bit more money, and they they totally changed on you. They don't want to, you know, have Tuesday evening prayer with you. They don't want to get to church early to come to Sunday school. You know what I mean? They, they they used to teach, but now they don't have time. They don't have time to teach. But you know what I tell people? Sometimes God moves people out your life that's not supposed to be. Oh, yeah, and that's right. That's if he moves them, guess what? I'm okay with it. I'm really, at first it used to bother me. But now I'm like, okay, God, I know you're making room for somebody else to come in my life that's going to pray with me and we can minister to each other. You know, and I'm okay. you got to learn when God moves them, let them be. Well, that's because we talked about that. That's because that person fulfilled their time in your life. Mm-hmm. It's just their time to move on because God got another challenge for you. Right. They're there for uh, a reason in the season. season. And you know what? We have to stop. Dragging them people into the future. They, you know what I tell them? We we drag trash with us. Like I told my sister, um, I'm not bringing trash with me when I move to Atlanta. I'm starting over. And you cleaning up. And I'm cleaning up. And this person you see now is not going to be the person you see when I get to Atlanta. Because Maureen is going to be more focused, more centered on Maureen. Mm. I'm gonna be Charles' wife, but I'm gonna be Maureen. Separate entity. Yes. <laughs> tell her, tell her, because you you make me laugh about that. Time. You say, I'm tired of when I go to your jobs, and we go out and say, hey, they go, they go Lee's wife. <laughs> and I had to, like, I told Chrissy that, too, because they used to think, oh, Daddy, make you stay in the house. And Daddy, no, Daddy, Daddy don't, don't make me. He wants me to go out, but it's not like I have friends that I really want to go out with because you can have friends in your life that you are comfortable with at one time, but I'm not better than them. I just outgrew them. Yeah, but remember I told you too, honey, friends can get to be your foes. Yeah, sometimes. You got to know what they are. Yeah. They foes are friends. And some people are meant to be in my past for a reason. Yeah, and you're dragging them but to the, the future extra weight. But the ones that's with me are my friends. Amen. Amen. But they're sitting there. They, they like being in the house, too. We call each other when different shows are on. Yeah. You know? And the they Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call yeah, we call ourselves the Golden Girls. And I'm okay with being a golden girl. This is who God has me be. Even when I was in my younger days, I found myself with most of the older women in the block or the neighborhood. When I grew up with my mom, I found myself hanging with Miss Terry, the block captain on 19th and the 7100 block of 19th Street. Well, if I wasn't it. with Miss Terry, I was around the corner on Georgiana Road with Miss Yeah, with my godmom, Miss Tiffany. And I was okay with that. When I moved to North Philly, I was on the block with Miss Bobby. Yeah. You know, Miss Alice, Miss Marlene, Miss Mom Janet. All these older, wiser women. These are the people I can learn from. If you can't admit your mistakes to me, I can't know when I'm making mine. That's right. So when I see, when I'm listening to them, and I'm like, oh, wow, I did that, Miss Bobby, or I did that, Miss Janice. 
Oh, Miss Alice, what? You know, and those are people I learned to listen to. Amen, amen. And I found myself even now I would, I'm being with the people a little older than me. But I'm okay where I am. But you got to be comfortable in your skin. If you, my, Christy goes through this. It's not people don't like you, Christy. You're different. God made you different. And they don't know God how made you, you unique. It's only one Christy. And she like birds. She like science. She like nature. She like nature. She, she, like nature. she we call, I call her strange. Because she likes the things I like, and I like being different. I like watching the different birds that come out to my area. Or I have this one squirrel that come up to my door every day. Every day and looks in the window. And he looks at me. (laughs) Yep. You know, that's a blessing because I I say, oh, hey, Mr. Squirrel, how you doing? Now Chrissy see a lot of bats. With a bat stuff flying around her and everything. And I'm like, those bats ain't bothered, worried about you. You know? But God is good because He's putting me on focus. He's putting yeah. you in position. He's putting you on point. For a reason. Maybe He like she started writing her book now. So continue to write. As God continues to slow your mind down by letting you look at the birds, letting you watch videos. Yeah. He's doing letting something you, to, to he, relax her. Relax her body and mind at the same time. And that's how my God works. But you got to stay focused. You got to stay, excuse me, on course. Mm-hmm. It's time for the call of salvation, honey. You want to do the call of salvation? Yes, yes, thank you. God, we, we hope tonight that, you know, somebody's listening. Maybe you heard something that, you know, stuck in your spirit, something that's stuck in your mind, and, you know, it it, it, it might get you through the next, next week or next two weeks. But Purpose Kingdom, we are here with the, and we always say that we're church without walls. Amen. And if you heard something tonight that that stuck in your spirit, you know, and uh, to be a born again Christian, all you have to do is just accept Christ in your heart and in your life, and say that, and you know that He gave His only begotten Son to die for you on Calvary's cross. Mm-hmm. Once you accept Him in your heart like that, it's it's not that hard. It's not like third, fourth year of college. It's not that hard. You just let somebody else know what you did and, and let them know I accepted Christ in my life and I'm a new creature now. I'm not the same. I'm not like I used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Then go tell somebody. And then after that, we we want you to get somewhere where you can get some more knowledge, get into a preaching, teaching church that will let you further your knowledge of Christ. But the first step that you have to do is to accept him. That's, that's almost like when somebody... Uh, and gets engaged to you You accept them into your life So you're getting engaged to Christ Okay, because it, it, it tells you in the word That he's coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle He's coming back for the bride Amen So we need to get ourselves in position To accept Christ in our life So he can start changing us Have an open mind, have an open spirit To where he can get into your life and change your life Change your way of doing things Amen, Amen? Amen. But, but But we have to know once we do that, we're on attack. <laughs> Me and my wife, see, we're a little different when we tell people about accepting Christ because we want to let them know now the battle begins. You Good know, versus evil. We sit up and, and, and most people go to church and they get baptized. People don't tell them what's coming up the pike. I'm letting you know 
When it comes, put your hands up. Because now you're on the devil's radar. Okay, well, before you accepted Christ, you was just somebody he seen walking down the street. He didn't bother you. But I now, what, what, are they going, what are they going to do? you got to stay on course. Once you accept him as your personal savior, you just got to let him know, like, I'm on God's time now, devil. You can come at me, but I'm going to learn scriptures to combat you. That's and I right. got my Bible, my sword, and my knees. I'm going to put on the whole armor um, of God. I'm putting that helmet on so you can't beat my brain to death. Amen. Had me thinking and hallucinating and wishing I was here and, you know, why did I do this? Why you love Christ? Why? Because I do. Because my father first loved me. Amen. See, and, and see, that's why a lot of our relationships out here, if you see them, most of the people, if they think about it, why did you fall in love with that man? Why did you fall in love with that woman? Because they first loved me. Uh-huh. See, I didn't even know that they loved me. But they first loved me because my wife, she, this is another show. She'll get into it and let you know how we first met because I told her she was crazy, okay? And she told me, I love you. You're going to be my husband. Now, most men would think, yeah, that's a fatal attraction. But a lot of us need a fatal attraction like that because, see, she got on my side and she was my side, period. If anybody know when Purpose King first started over, they called her my rib. Amen? And she's been my rib for life ever since we've been together. But... That's a good fatal attraction because she came in because she knew what God told her. See, I was on the outside. I was just, you know, coming out of the military, and, you know, I'm, I'm wide open. I'm like, yeah, who are you talking to, me? Uh, you know, I, I'll see you later. <laughs> I ain't know later was going to be later. <laughs> but like I still say, God help me to help me. Yeah. Amen. And if you can get that in your spirit tonight, God help me to help me get because I can't help you. me. I can't help me right now. Yeah. I don't know the way. I don't know the form. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. But help me to help me. Amen. Because yeah, if he help you, he's going to show you the way to get to hell. All you need to do is talk to me. And it's a short route. People think it's a long, drawn out process. It's not long and drawn out. Just talk to me. It's harder to get a job out here than to get the love of Christ. Just talk. Me. God ain't ask you for no application. He ain't ask you to go take a urine test. Just he, get to know me. He ain't ask you to um, come and take this 50-question test because I need to know what you know. He said, I know what you know because I made you. I know I'm not a hair on your skin. He said, I know every hair on your head. Yeah, so he knows it because he put it there. So you don't have to go through all that. This, this is the easiest job you could ever get in your life, and it's a job that you can get elevations and promotions in. Amen. How many jobs you say you can get promoted the next day as soon as you get the job? Amen. God can send you out being an evangelist the next day. If that's what he called you to be. <laughs> so, you Amen. Know. Just know Christ loves you, and his way is easy, and his burdens are light. Amen. He died on Calvary just for you. And just remember that. And tell everybody on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook I just took God as my personal Savior. Amen. He's the the the, the center of my joy. I'm going to learn of him. I'm going to walk with him. I'm going to talk with him. And I want to know more about him every day. Every day. I'm yearning every for something. Day. Like that relationship you're in now, you're trying to learn, you're dating, you're doing it. Date Christ. Yes. Learn more about him day by day by day. And then tell everybody. And your life will start being fulfilled. Amen. You won't always have turmoil. You're going to have more good days than Amen. you have bad days. You remember the song, 
Uh, all my good days outweigh my bad days. I, I won't, won't complain. I won't complain. And, and who 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 that who that our man that uh been uh, 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 uh what you call him Javon Javon that's Javon his song Fuller. Minister Javon oh Minister Javon Fuller when he sing that song yeah you feel man. it man you feel it one day I'm gonna get him to call yeah. in just for him to we, sing no we gonna get him on get that, him on the show that'll be awesome get him on the show. show and you gotta hear yes. that song he I sing that song. To. It seems like every every uh, tone and, and word that come out of his mouth hits you. You can feel it. You and can he, you know, feel it. And he say he say you know uh, you know all my bad days. Yeah. I'll do my good days, but I won't complain. And see, when God see that in your life, that you know things are going bad because He's shaping you. It's nobody else. He's shaping you. So why He's shaping you? God loves that to hear that you say it. I won't complain. Amen. And 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 this this one right here, honey, because I know we ain't got too too much longer. This Do we is, have any announcements? Yes, real quickly, I'm gonna go and do the announcements. This is the Pride and Purpose Kingdom Network, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in tonight's episode. Whether you're joining us on phone or via online, we'd like to thank you and uh, appreciate your listenership here at Purpose Kingdom Network. If you want to contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can contact us at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We're gladly honor that. And you can also let us know if you turn your life over to Christ. We'd uh, be happy to celebrate that with you. Uh, also, we're on uh, Facebook. I invite you to like us on Facebook where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Anytime you want to hear any of our past or previous broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And uh, with uh, God's will and God's blessing, we'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Iron Sharp as Iron with Sister Mary Scott. Once again, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Iron Sharp as Iron with Sister Mary Scott. And with that being said, that's going to be the end of my, my announcements, and I'm going to uh, just turn the show back over to Louise. Amen, amen. Uh, the one I was just about ready to read before the uh I was just, like, I just texted Javon, and I told him, we miss you singing, I won't complain. You know, but it is, it, <laughs> it, oh, that song, when he sing that song, yeah, man. Yeah, can't nobody sing it lately, Ron. Mm. And then recently, I heard he was blessed with this year becoming a minister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so God, God is God is fulfilling the, uh, the promises, you know, that that He put out. But, uh, you know, prayfully we'll be able to get him on the show one night so so he can sing for you guys. <laughs> but uh, yes, Lord. It says down here too, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such which turns away. How many people you you know that once you got to know them a lot, you found that they had a form of godliness? I've, I've had so many people in my life being younger. Because, see, once you can get a little older and be discerning of spirits, God say try the spirit by the spirit, you will know that you know that you know. But how many of you out there ran into people that you thought was so holy and, you know, so Christ-like? And then you find out that there was a a wolf in sheep's clothing. 
So, see, that's why it's good to get closer and closer to Christ because he'll let you know when those wolves come up. I don't care how good they look. I don't care what kind of suits they wear. I don't care how much they suits cost. I don't care how silverly slick their tongues are. Amen? Uh-huh. You have to know what you're working with. You have to know what is around you, and they're, they're all over. That's why, you know, that's how they can get into the church because they're, so, they, they, they're deceivers. They're good deceivers. But even in the church, but, you have to know. But you know what I love about my God? He gives you a sense. Some women pick it up and some you don't. And you can sense who's in your corner. It's like I used to tell when people want to pray for me, I didn't let every person pray for me. I was like, no, it's okay, but I'll keep you in my prayer. And I just keep it moving. But you have people that God said, okay, let them pray for you. And I was always that way. I was always particular who touched me. And y'all, y'all got to know that in your spirit, every person that come in your house not supposed to be in there. Amen? But that's another show, too. But you just got to stay on course, stay focused. Keep pray- Even if your kids fall off of praying as a family, you and your husband get together. You and your brothers and sisters get together and pray for your family. Pray for them without ceasing. I'll ask y'all to all pray for, you know, Purpose Kingdom Network, that we stay on focus, we stay on focus, because we be attacked every day through family members, and it's just life in general, and as this Christian walk, as you grow in Christ, trust and believe the enemy do attack, but we're learning to stay focused. We're learning to put that full armor of Christ on us every day. When we wake up, order, you know, once when God starts ordering your steps, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. When he starts, it's done. But you got to have that personal relationship with God. That's what I like about Purpose Kingdom Network. Amen? And, and like, like we said before, it's something on every night. Every night. Every night. Something that you can pick up a little spiritual tidbit from every night. Yeah, you know, just like I just tell my wife a long time about the um, about the preacher that had had went went astray, mm-hmm. and then the song the song it tells you say you know that's the same man that prayed for you when you was down. That's the same man that prayed for your family when you had tragedy in it. Now he's going through because he's still just a man. He's only a man. Mm-hmm. So. We said this a long time ago. We got to stop putting these preachers, bishops, pastors, elders, and everybody else up on these pedestals. Mm-hmm. They're you know, human. They're subject to failure. They're subject, they're subject to, to, mistakes. to mistakes. But they're also a subject of your forgiveness. Yeah. Amen. God you forgave to, you. Uh-huh, you got to learn to forgive. Even I was telling Chrissy, forgiveness is not for for the other person. Mm-hmm. It's for you. So between the night, tomorrow, and all next week, I would love to make y'all make a list of think, people y'all think y'all wronged right. and make it right. Call them up and apologize. And then once you do that, you've got to start getting your life in order. But yeah, don't text and write no letters because it's better to hear it from you because if you heard them with a voice, heal it with a voice. Amen. You know, let's, let's don't say, you know, I told my friend, and I hope they told him, no, it's, your friend didn't hurt him. You know, so just like just like you know, my wife said, 
Get a list of people and see, that's going to build you up. That's going to make you feel better because, see, you throwing that weight off because you're pulling in the future with you. Amen. You know? So once you throw that weight off and then once you get louder, uh, not louder, but once you get lighter, when you see it's all off, that's when you be able to do your shout. Mm-hmm. Can't shout right now with all this heaviness on you. <laughs> yeah, because it's weighing you down, and the devil always has something in your ear. I don't know how God's going to work on you, and you hate such and such. You're not even speaking. But as you begin to peel off those layers, mm-hmm. you stand on course. You're getting focused on God because now he's washing you and making you whole. You've got to let some things go for you to move into the next level. And God has a plan for your life. You just have to be available to receive it. You have to throw your hands up to God and say, God, I belong to you. For God I live and for God I die. Amen. I'm a ride or die chick. Amen. And that's just who I am. Amen. And see, one thing that we, what, just about, what, four years now? Four years going on, five years, Purpose Kingdom? Purpose Kingdom now? I don't even know. It's been a minute. But we... Here at the turning point, our motto has always been trying to save one soul at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we was able to touch just one person tonight, somebody, you know, something we said really enlightened you, we we, we were successful. Amen. Were successful. Amen. But I like to thank uh, Javon got back to me. So the next show, I'm going to let him know earlier if he can sing. And I'd like to thank God for Sasha for being on the, you know, listening. She said, great show. What she said, preaching. Oh, something she texted me. Sasha. Yeah, Sasha. And that's Amen. my realtor in Atlanta, everybody. Amen, amen. I like I, I like keeping in touch with my, my people and my friends. So i like to thank Sasha, the realtor in the ATL. Thank you, Sasha. You know, but I'm just, I'm just grateful to God for grace and mercy. Yes. And for showing me different ways and have my daughter, this 28, come talk to me and let me know, Mom, that bothered me, such and such. But we're going to do a part two to this. Yes, but I want y'all to know loving God is worth it. Amen. You know, just it, being with him is worth it. You know, so just just keep on focus, keep on point. Jesus is the reason. Amen. And Amen. Like we always say, hug someone, love someone, because it might be the only hug they get that day. You know, or in life, because a lot of people we don't we don't hug anymore. I mean, and they 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 got the the new hug with the the, the COVID nineteen. You know, we bump shoulders. Okay, we don't hug and you know. All around the neck and all that, you know. But you know, just go to somebody, go go to somebody, and and just let them know that you love them today, okay? And you know, this is the first day of the rest of their lives, amen. So let, let's be a blessing and not a curse to somebody, because see, once you be blessed, you're supposed to be a blessing, amen, amen. And to all my my housewives out there, I know y'all gonna get mad when I say this. But your husband is the head of the house as God is the head of the church. Amen. And if you stay on focus and y'all pray together, fast together, eat together, worship together, your marriage will grow. And it will grow in the direction that God would have it going. Amen. Amen. So just remember, Jesus is love. But you remember, honey, how they always try to tell us as men, we should be the head of the household as Christ is the head of us. But see, this is all a purpose. Nobody said you have to be a servant to your husband, but uh-uh. if, if you learn to get along with your husband, be a partnership with him, 
that's the same as being with God. That's the same we don't do with God. So you're practicing. God is looking down at you saying, you know what? You about got this thing down pat. So see, if you can serve anybody, it should be easy for you to serve me. Amen? Amen. And that's what we're put down here for, to be servants. We're put down here to put out the word. We sit down here to pray. We're put down here to praise Christ. We're only disciples. That's it. We are all called to be disciples. We're children. We're, the, we're children of God. Yeah, we got to spread the word. And the highest title you can hold is being a child, child of, of God. God. Not no bishop, not no elder, not whoever. It's a child of God. And this is Purpose Kingdom Network, the turning point. We are signing off. We love you guys. We want you to get a little closer to Christ. If you get closer to him, you're going to get closer to your brothers and sisters. Amen. 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 And we are out. Out the turning here. point. I will not lose. Step one to see down, I will not lose. Save me, I will not lose. Step one to see down, I will not lose. Step one to see down, I will not lose.